Yo, 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 what's going on, everybody? My name is Georgi Maviv, and why am I starting the podcast off like it's one of my videos? I don't know. This is episode two of the uh, Russian Guitar Guys podcast. It's not really episode two. It's uh, more like, I don't know. It's it's There was an old batch of episodes. I already talked about this on the first episode, but yes, there was an old batch of like 50-plus episodes of the podcast. Now we're doing it. We're, do, we're, uh, we're doing things fresh and new. New, um, if you're catching the video side, which I haven't posted a video of the podcast yet, I might do that, but I don't want to, um, <clears throat> I don't want to take away from like what I'm doing on YouTube with, um, the video game content, which also something I need to bring up. So, um, if you're not familiar with my YouTube channel, it's Russian Guitar Guy. Go and check it out. Subscribe to the channel. This coming week, I am reharmonizing the uh, Deku Tree theme from Ocarina of Time. I'm doing a whole the whole series on just Ocarina of Time, so I'm going to either reharmonize or cover, do something with Ocarina of Time tunes. That's that's what's going on. And uh, yeah, this this coming week, I'm doing the Deku Tree theme song. And dude, that theme is wild actually hold on the way these podcast okay so if you're catching the audio version of it yes this week the video version it'll already be out so if you're catching a video version of this just kind of go into my thing after you watch this video and uh check that out uh yeah so that song dude it's wild it's it's like I don't know if it's like harmonic minor or like Locrian or something. I don't know, dude. It's 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 crazy. There's, um, I was just I was listening through, cause I I just go on YouTube and there's a um. You can find a playlist of all the all the music in that game, and you can basically just start listening. So I usually just go there and skim through and um. That song came up, and I, I thought I was going to skip it. I was like, oh, th- there's not much to this. And right away, I was sort of – or I was – I'm doing that sort of thing. got to stop doing that. I was uh, – yeah, so something caught my eye about it. It, it. I think it was just this weird um, flat two, minor second, whatever you want to call it, interval thing that happens in the beginning. There's just like boom, 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 boom. I can't really do it. It's actually very – it gives me the same sort of vibe as the um, the witch's theme later on in the game when you come across the spirit temple. They, um, I don't know if that game actually – there's my timer for my broccoli. I already pulled them out. We're good. I don't know if that game actually um, – Jesus Christ. The game has – no, it does I think. No, that's um, – yeah, even the owl theme. This game has a lot of like a very, very slight – and I hope I'm I'm kind of accurate about this. There's a slight hit, like tinge, a little, little, little taste of like definitely like some Eastern music influence. A lot of minor seconds, lots of just very exotic sounding scales and notes and, and just the songs in general. Um, cause I, I already did the, the owl theme. I did that on my previous channel and I think I re-released it on my current channel. 
If not, I need to dig through and find that or just redo it altogether. But yeah, now thinking about it, the witch's theme, the owl theme, the Deku tree theme, they all have this super weird, exotic flavor to them. <clears throat> That's the best way to put it. It's just like a really, really cool, um, exotic touch to it. For the Deku tree theme, what I'm shooting for is I want it to be this big orchestral thing. And um, yeah, that that that's – I'm going to try to have that. So there's this like bass drums and there's violins and cellos. There's going to be brass instruments. And it's not really going to be jazzy, I don't think. It might. And I don't know though. <clears throat> not too sure what I'm doing with it. Um well, I, I am sure what I'm doing with it. I just – I want to try to have this out by – oh, wait. Fuck. Oh, this is going to screw everything up. Okay, so so I'm going to – oh, fuck. I just, I just realized I'm – okay, so I'm going to Vegas for my anniversary with my wife. We're going to be gone for like a week. So – and we leave tomorrow. And by the time this is this – is, the, 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 these videos will be – my weekly thing. I apologize, but that's damn. Okay. So yeah. Anyway, my next video will be that it will be the, uh, Deku tree theme, <clears throat> but I guess it's going to be a little, <clears throat> a little late, later than expected. Damn. That's kind of a bummer. Uh, Cause I'm having a lot of fun with it. I'm having a lot of fun writing it. I love just piecing together <clears throat> and arranging music. And, um, the, the guitar stuff is awesome. I love it. That's obviously, it's obviously like my thing, but like, I really, really like sitting down and like listening to it and then figuring out what I can add to it. <clears throat> maybe some bells, maybe some like wind or something, just little, little, little snippets of thing that just sort of, you don't really, there I go with the sort of again, you don't really, it's, it's not something that's in front of your face. It sits like very it's it's at the bottom of the mix almost and you can just you, you don't pay attention to it but it's 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 there and it just it kind of it's like it's like bass my one of my favorite parts when i'm composing or, or when i'm recording um especially like a rock or heavier aggression aggressive kind of song is getting the guitar and the, the drums put together and then I throw the bass on. And when I throw the bass on is when everything comes to life. There's this new there's just like this air. It, it it's it's like yeah, it's like air. It's like air in the mix in the song. Where it, before it's really just it's very just 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 like I don't know how to explain it. It's it's very like not dense, but there's no air in it. There's, there's, it, it's very, I guess, yeah, dense because you just have these like, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know what the fuck to say. That's when I when I think about how or what bass does to a mix. I think of like a planet, and I th think of like the planet has like. A skeleton of an ecosystem where there's like maybe this doesn't make sense scientifically because it wouldn't be like this but you have like 
this sort of you have this um you basically have like a skeleton of trees and like a dirt where there should be grass and all this stuff and so you see the image and you see like okay this is what's going on but the base is is the air the atmosphere that makes everything bloom blossom and grow that's that if that makes sense that's sort of how i think when i put throw bass into my mixes everything just sort of like oh shit here it is it's awesome it's funny just because so many years you, you know the the thing is to just shit on bass players <clears throat> bass players are guitar players who can play guitar and it it, it could be further from the truth dude i have three let me think by the way sorry about the audio for the last episode i i'll tweak it there was just um i think i over compressed it so you hear like a lot of like you hear just me like just salivating anyway um yeah i, I used to be like a shithead and i would kind of like oh bass is whatever but like dude thinking about it right now my favorite musicians who i love to share my time with are bass players uh, they all start with Jay. I got my buddy John, who was um, John Wheatley, played bass with me in Scarlet Atlas and uh, <coughs> helped me with my solo project. He's one of my best friends. Then there's John Flynn, who's the bassist of Summoning the Fl- uh, <laughs> I almost said Summoning the Flynn. Uh, Summoning the Lich. They just released their debut album. Go check that out. Yeah, he's uh, one of my favorite people too, and he's a bass player. He's he's, he's not really just he's like a, just an overall musician. He's just like an amazing he, dude. He shreds on guitar. The stuff he shows me on guitar, I'm just like, what the fuck, dude? Like, I know he has like a bass player, but the shit you're doing on guitar is like, I'm jealous that you can do that. That's amazing. Yeah, he's one of my favorite people. And then Jacob, uh, Jacob Marine, which thinking you know, I don't know if he goes by Jacob or Jake. We've never, like, we've hung out and we just kind of call each other dude or man. It's just one of those things, too. I always feel weird. I don't know how someone's going to say my name or even if they ever do. My parents, they'll say my name if they're pissed at me. And they'll say it like a super just mad and, like, Russian, like, oh, Georgi, like, super pissed. I'm like, oh, shit. So I've, I've sort of had this instinctual thing where if someone says, like, my name, there's – it okay hold on what's going on like i'm in trouble uh but yeah those three guys they're all bass players and they're awesome awesome dudes awesome dudes yeah guitar players are overrated (laughs) guitar players suck they're cool but like that community it's it's pretty toxic and i'm sure there's many there's a lot of communities where it's very toxic but guitar players in general dude i'm not gonna get into it but it's bad. It's bad. It, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't get it there. Yeah. I'm not going to get into it. I'm not going to get into it. What I am going to get into though, is I've been thinking of how I can structure the show. Oh, there's my thing. Not focusing. Um, how I want to structure the show. And, uh, I I don't know. I want to keep it loosey goosey and I just want to talk, but I do want to have some, semblance of just just some kind of structure to it and um what i'm gonna try to do (coughs) jesus christ 
I'll have to see how um, in post how these these coughing attacks sound. So I apologize for that. Um, but I want to share with you guys new music that I've been listening to throughout the week and um, try to give you a little bit of everything or at least just like, you know, a little bit of something jazzy and clean and then something like heavy and awesome too. like both are awesome. But I feel like I'm going to I'm I'm going to try to serve both sides of things. I have friends who are really into like super heavy stuff and also have friends who are into the softer clean stuff. And I, I like both. So one band that I just recently, let me find my uh, list here. One band that I just got back into is Wittick. If you have not heard Wittick, W-I-D-E-K, check him out. I think he's a solo guy. Um, especially his album, Journey to the Stars. That album is just like... You know, a lot of people make fun of, like, the gent thing. And I get it. But, it, dude, it's good. It's fun. What, what, what don't you like about it? It's, like, atmospheric and, like, really lush chords and then a very just, like, bouncy and rhythmic rhythm guitar thing. And then and then a nice juicy solo over the top. What's not to like about that? Wittick, Journey to the Stars. Very, very, yeah, awesome stuff. Lot of a uh, lot of players in that too. I think he has like Chris Letchford does a solo. I think Pliny does a solo. C two A does a solo. This was back in 2015, so this was right where those guys are on the come up. Like they were already had a pretty, um, they were already kind of established in the guitar community, but you know it's not what they are now. Like now they're they're bigger they're like a name to, or a force to be reckoned with really cool stuff um Wittick. another band that i just learned about is a band called little west and i think he she or they are based out of japan maybe because i found them through uh recommended artists through like a bunch of different japanese people but little west they only have one album it's that it's chill piano nothing too crazy but it's it just it's easy listening it's nice i like that kind of stuff some people kind of frown on it just where it's almost too cookie cutter and just too kind of basic but dude it's nice not it, it just you, you can't it you can't be mad at like or not mad what's the word i'm looking for there's not there's not really anything to hate about it I mean, it can be, I guess, like, if you're just, like, not in the mood for it, it could be maybe you're wanting something a little bit more adventurous, I get. But, like, you know, dude, it's good. Check it out. Little West. On Spotify, they only have one album, and uh, that album is amazing. Um, <clears throat> And then this one, I wanted to just kind of talk about it a little bit. If you have not, check out uh, Circadian by Intervals. Aaron Marshall's latest album. That is a really good, really fun guitar album. Well, I mean, it's just a good album, but like if you're a guitar player, especially, it's it, it's something that you will um, it'll it'll uh, fix that itch. I guess I don't know if I, I don't know if that's the right way to say it, dude. It's good. Check it out. 
I didn't really know what to expect from it because he did Shape of Color. And then he did uh, The Way Forward, I think. And then he did this one. And in that time, I, I didn't know, like, where he was going to progress. I honestly, I was like, I, I, don't, I don't know. I think the first single, I think I was on board right away, actually. I think before the first single came out, I didn't know what to expect. I was thinking, like, man, you're, are you going to, are you going to rehash, like, the stuff on Shape of Color or, you know, because I felt like the way forward was pretty adventurous. The whole concept and the songs and that I thought were very adventurous, very cool. I was, a, you know, he, he has hinted and talked about having seven string in the new stuff. So I was expecting some seven string stuff. Actually, the way the way forward ended, it has this like really cool, I don't know if it's polyrhythmic, but just very percussive, just like this. <laughs> that whole thing. I promise I'm not sick. I'll get to that in a second. Um, and I thought that was really cool. So I, I figured like, okay, the seven string stuff, it's going to be bouncy. It's going to be that genty thing. It's really good. It, it, it's, it went above my expectations. And I, that sounds so cunty to say too. Like, oh, it's, it's above my ex. Like, dude, he just, just, just make music. I don't ever really want to like, sh I don't want to shit on other people's work. I think, I don't know. It's just like, because I'm a musician myself and I make music and art and whatever I feel like what's the point of like you know just just trashing someone's album like dude there's that go, there's so much work that goes into it it's just not your cup of tea that's all it is you you know you especially like if you you don't have if you don't play an instrument well man this this goes down a whole other road because now we can get into like I like to compare music with food. So it's like, do you need to be a chef to appreciate good food? You don't, but I think you should have some culinary skills to appreciate what went into making a dish you're trying. Like if you're trying a real authentic, <clears throat> um, like a chicken marsala, and they made everything from scratch. You know, it's a lot of work to really make a good curry sauce. And I think if you're not, if you don't know how much work goes into the finer details, when you try it, you're, you know, you, you, there's just, you're missing part of the experience. If you're going to be a critic, now if you want to just try food, whatever, it's just not for you, that's whatever. But like you, you want to, you want to. Put yourself on that sort of pedestal of like, I am here to try things and give my opinion on it. Like, that's fine, but you would be doing yourself a disservice if you didn't learn at least a little bit about the art and the skill that goes into it. <clears throat> Same thing with music. I think sometimes, and I get caught up in this too, where <clears throat> I will trash or not trash that's so aggressive um <clears throat> i will sit and um not really just 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 
kind of just just blow something off like, oh, this is whatever, not even worth listening to, but uh, especially with pop stuff. And I still have an opinion on a lot of pop music, but I have learned to appreciate what I'm listening to. And I think it's the overall – I think maybe with pop, sometimes we focus so much on like this one individual person where it could backfire on someone. I was sort of not, – not jaded but like – you know, you listen to a, a pop tune and it's cool and all these people are like, oh, th- this this person is amazing. Holy shit, da, 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 whatever. And it's just like, yeah, like that, that person's great but like there's th- – 30 other like producers and like musicians that helped make this song or this album a thing. So it's like, yeah, so and so pop artist is great, but there's like, there's a whole team underneath this person that made it what it is. And I always, it's a, it's a dumb scenario, but I, what I would default to in the past is like, throw this pop artist into a studio by themselves and they can't make that well it's like yeah no shit they can't make it no shit and that's not the point though the point is just to like you know collaborate with a bunch of people you have this one person who we're gonna basically help make music around it and work with their assets and the things they're good at we're gonna work on that and, and just make dope shit and it's gonna sound the best and it doesn't need to be complex, doesn't need to be crazy because we're making music for the masses. And there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that. I was stupid. And I'm sure a lot of people probably still like, – like I'm not saying like, oh, I need to listen to more pop music now. Like I like what I like. People like what they like and that's OK. And But I think like if you're going to dog on pop – for being what it is it's just like dude that's that's what it's supposed to be it's like listening to like death metal and then shitting on the the vocals or the drums or whatever and you're just like oh the the drums are too like too fast there's so many blast beats it's like yeah no shit you're listening to death metal don't fucking listen to death metal it's like i could go on and on with this it's like going to nashville getting a hot chicken sandwich and then complaining it's too spicy like, dude, don't get the don't get the fucking sandwich, or you know, whatever, dude. It goes on and on and on. Yeah, so it's like when oh pop music, it's it's too basic. It's like okay, but that's yeah that that that's what it is. But also like, dude, sometimes it's not. Sometimes it's not basic at all. John Mayer, he's probably considered pop, and yeah, he's got some easy songs. He's got songs where it's like. The, uh, what would that be? Like the one for, what is that? Uh, one, or, uh, yeah, oh, wait. Uh, yeah, like one, four, six, five. Like those kinds of chord progressions. Um, yeah. I don't know where I'm going with this. Um, (laughs) lost my train of thought with this. So the the whole idea... Uh, yeah, dude, I, I'm fucking completely, I don't know where the fuck I was going with that. Um, mm, okay, moving on, yeah. Um, okay, just to, we'll, we'll, just to put a nice bow on it, I used to be a shithead who didn't, 
appreciate pop. Now I appreciate pop, and I know what pop is and, like, the role pop music plays in society. I think society would be a shittier place, and, yeah, it would just – we need pop music, and it's not a bad thing. If you think it's a bad thing, it's not. If it's not your cup of tea, that's okay too, but we don't need to overgeneralize it and look down on it as like this thing is inferior. It, it does it. We don't need it. Like, no, dude, come on. Um, yeah, I could go on. <laughs> I could go on and on about this and just constantly go revert back to food. But yeah, sometimes you're in the mood for like really expensive sushi. Other times you just want a Hershey's bar. I don't know. I don't know. Moving on. Let's get away from this. Fuck. Uh, <laughs> whatever my point was, I hope I made it. So, okay, why am I coughing so much? I, I just uh, I just ran a mile, and it's kind of cold, and I fucked up and forgot to bring a hoodie. And the park I'm at, there's, you know, face masks aren't required, and nobody was wearing a face mask. And I, I'm kind of like, I am pro face masks. I will totally wear a face mask. That doesn't, I, I brought a face mask with me just in case. If I see someone wearing a face mask, I'll throw mine on just, just, just so they can, you know, I don't want to be a dickhead, but if I go to, if I go to a park and no one's wearing one and it's like, I'm going to make the choice. Like, okay, no one's wearing one. I don't, I won't wear one either. And that's, that's just cause I'm, I'm comfortable with, I'll take that risk, I guess, of, um, possibly contracting something. Um, yeah, maybe, you know, when, when I say it like that though, it does sound kind of shitty. Like, Oh, y'all take the risk. I don't know. I, I don't know how to put it. Like, it's just like, <clears throat> I, I think social distancing is very important. I think the masks are important. Just fucking wear them because it's like Bill Burr made a point where if you wear the masks and it turns out the masks don't help, whatever, whatever. Yeah, you wore a mask. But if you don't wear a mask and the masks do help, that's a, you know, the consequences are just wear the fucking mask. Just, just deal with it. Stop, stop being like, ah, it's stupid. But anyway, <clears throat> I went, um, I went on this run, and I'm, I'm getting back into running. My last podcast, I think we were talking about like my health and fitness journey and everything like that. How I've lost seventy pounds, yada yada yada. So, uh, a couple days ago, I ran five miles straight, no stops. It took me about, uh. Like an hour, hour five, 65, 70 minutes, something like that to do it. And that, like, that was the first time I ran in months. And that was the first mile I ran in months. That was the second time I ever ran five miles straight. So since then, I was like, okay, I could do that. I'm, I can't, I'm not going to do that every day. Maybe once every two weeks. But I am going to start every day or every other day running a mile just to do it. And so the next day I went and I ran another mile. And I ran it in like 11, 11.55. I think that was my time. Not great. Not great. 
So then I went today and I was very ambitious. Like I said, it was cold. I didn't wear a hoodie. That's why <coughs> I've got like – I hope I'm not getting sick. No, I'm not getting sick. It's just that cold thing that happens when you're just like breathing heavy. Breathing heavy and you're just sucking in all that cold air. Just <sighs> that whole thing. So I uh, – yeah, so so I went uh, two days ago and I did like 1150 mile. So today my goal was, okay, I'm going to do – I want to do sub 11 minutes, and by the end of summer, I want to be running like a mile in under nine minutes, under 10 minutes would be cool too, but really under nine, and I want to do a 5K, which I know I could do a 5K, but that was my goal, and dude, it is so fucking hard to just run a mile one minute faster, because that's what I basically did was ran a mile one minute faster, I was dying because I didn't know what kind of pace to keep. So like my my usual pace, which I've found, like the pace that like works for me, it's slow as fuck. But you know, basically, I could run a mile in about twelve ish minutes, a little bit under, a little bit over, somewhere around there. And so just just putting a little bit of an extra pep to my step, just to kind of just to kind of get a, a minute faster. That's like every quarter mile, you have to do a quarter mile um, 15 seconds faster. Yeah, yeah, fuck yeah. Yeah, a quarter mile. You just have to do a quarter mile 15 seconds faster. And, dude, it's it's brutal. Um, yeah, so like <clears throat> if, you do the, if you do the time frame – so let's say you do 12 minutes in a mile. That means every quarter mile, you do a quarter mile in about three minutes. Uh, three, six, nine. Yeah, yeah, three minutes. So you just have to do a quarter mile in two minutes and 45 seconds. That's like the difference. But like that adds up and, <laughs> and I'm, all, I'm not in good shape at all. I'm not. I'm, I still have a long way to go. I still have a lot of weight to lose. And, um, uh, but, but I like doing this. It's fun. It makes me feel good. makes me feel just, just makes me feel good. That's why that's, that's the main thing to do it. And it's good for me. That's another obvious reason to do it. But yeah, that's why I'm sniffling. That's why I'm coughing is just cause I pushed myself and it was cold outside. I didn't wear anything. Honestly, the face mask might've helped. Just because I was breathing in so much cold air, that probably could have helped, but it didn't. Um, oh, uh, going back to music, <clears throat> Alluvial, Wes Houck's project is back. They just released a single, and okay, so I'm really I, – I just got into Alluvial like two weeks ago, literally before anything was announced that Alluvial is coming back because I, I got into – I went through a big jazz phase and what happens, I feel like with a lot of musicians maybe, is you get into the jazz phase, you learn the jazz thing, and then you want, you're looking for a little bit more spice, something a little bit more dirty, awkward tones, things like that. And you go down the John Coltrane route and then you go into those weird free jazz albums he does. And, you know, I, I've always had an appreciation for like technical metal. And 
it's something that I've always wanted to kind of dabble back into, but I don't know. I, I don't know if I'm going to do that. Anyway, um, it kind of, I had this sort of, um, this hunger for some kind of, just, just like a, like technical death metal, but really strange, really weird, a lot of dissonance, things like that. And then I, I, I rem- I've heard of Alluvial before, but I've never really checked them out. And so I listened to the, the one album they had, and that was exactly what I was looking for. Exactly. It's very dissonant, dark. It was a collaboration between Wes Houck and Keith Merrow, and I thought they did a killer job. It's an instrumental record. And so now Alluvial is back, and they're back with like a, a full band. And there's a vocalist, bassist, drummer, all that stuff. Keith Marrow's not in the project. And I listened to the one song, and it's cool. It's cool. It's a little like, uh, you know, um, <laughs> I'm partial for instrumental stuff. I feel like you can – I think with um, – hmm, how do I say this? So I, I feel like sometimes with, with a vocalist – you're kind of limited to how you can express musically with um, like a language, you know, because like you can't really – I feel like sometimes you can convey emotion and you can convey what you, you want to say through music more so than with uh, with vocals. And I know like if you're a vocalist or singer, you're probably like, what the fuck? Fuck you. Shut the fuck up, dude. I love – I'm not like anti-vocalists. I like vocalists. I like singers. I appreciate singers. I wish I could sing. I can't. But um, yeah, no, it was it was cool. It was cool. It was cool. Um, I was a little bummed, not going to lie. I saw that they had a vocalist. I was kind of like, oh, damn. Because then it's just like – yeah, I don't know. I, you, there's like a buildup to the solo and then, like, the solo happens, and it's amazing. It's great because Wes Houck is a monster. But it, it felt like um, like everything maybe Wes was trying to say, and I don't know. I don't know. I don't know exactly how he feels. Like, I'm just, I'm just making shit up. But, like, he – you kind of I, – I got the vibe that, like, he was trying to fit everything into the solo section of, like, the whole song of what he kind of wanted to feel. I don't know. Maybe – he said he, the his vision for the whole project was always to have like a vocalist. So who am I to judge? I'm sure it's gonna be dope. I'm sure it's gonna be awesome. I'll check it out. I'll buy the album. But yeah, I just oh man, I just that first that first record he did was really really cool, really really cool. It it was uh, yeah I don't know there that <laughs> that's all I can say about that. Um, <clears throat> okay, what are we, how are we looking on time? What are we at on time here? Let me see real quick. Uh, we are at, uh, about 30 minutes. Okay. Um, you know, honestly, I feel like that's a good amount of time. I wanted to get into, um, I want to do a video where I kind of react and share my thoughts on, the new 2020 lineup from different various guitar companies like Ibanez, Schechter, Strandberg, ESP, Fender, Gibson, 
and um maybe i'll save that for another day because i do want to do that but i also like i, I want to kind of like dip my toes into that because i don't necessarily want to come off as <clears throat> i don't want to be like a guy who re- i don't want to be a gear review i don't want that to be my thing because <laughs> there are plenty of other people who can do that that's not really my realm i'm kind of like um you know, I like what I like, and yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I'll, I'll maybe I'll like review. I don't know. No, I don't. I don't plan on being a gear review guy. I don't want to do that. I want to be a music guy. I want to be a guy who just like makes makes music, video game music, whatever, playthrough, uh, music theory stuff, teaching teaching stuff, things like that. I want to. I want to do that kind of stuff. So, the yeah, but. I forgot the whole point of that. Um, I do want I, – I feel like it, it would be fun because, because like, I don't want to be a gear review guy. But, like, I love guitars and I I, I do – fuck. I don't know. I don't know because um, <laughs> I feel like I, I could go down that road where I'm like, oh, this is cool. Oh, well, these pickups – like, I don't know. I don't want to really do that. I like guitars. I, I will do that, you know. I'll probably do that at some point where if you give a shit, you'll watch or listen. If you don't, that's fine too. Ibanez. I love Ibanez. <clears throat> They're kind of like the one brand where I'm actually kind of excited to just do a video of what, they, what they're bringing to the table this year and some of the new things they're doing. And they, they're kind of um, – <clears throat> They're really good about following the trends with things. Little things I've noticed is like a lot of their guitars have Fishman's and bare knuckle pickups in them. They still have some guitars with DiMarzio because Ibanez has had a long, long relationship with DiMarzio, which is cool. And um, yeah, they're kind of uh, always at the cusp of what's going on, what's the new thing. And, um, you know, the, the trendy thing right now are these like modern strati kind of guitars you know sir's doing um sir's has been doing it um you know Schechter, they they kind of have their own thing um i think jackson maybe or charbel for sure yeah that that's sort of um kiesel they're they're all i don't know i don't know what the point is all right <laughs> i'm getting uh, I'm, I'm losing. I'm losing juice. I'm losing sauce. We're gonna call it. <clears throat> My voice is going away too. So anyway, yeah, that's gonna do it. Uh, if you enjoyed the podcast, subscribe to it on all podcast streaming platforms. Uh, check me out on YouTube, Russian Guitar Guy. Subscribe to my channel, and I'm on Instagram too. So Russian Guitar Guy on Instagram. Thank you guys so much for watching or listening. However you are consuming this, hope you guys have a great one. We will be back. Take care.